0: an interesting second reading we have. St. Paul was in prison when he wrote it. He'd been locked up numerous times in life, but this time he's locked up in Rome, probably about the year 60. He was allowed to live in his own rented apartment, but it was at his own expense, and he was under house arrest, guarded by a Roman soldier. Ten years earlier, before this, about the year 50... Paul founded a church in northern Greece at Philippi during one of his incredible missionary journeys that are detailed in the Acts of the Apostles and so on. The Christians were very fervent in Philippi, and they loved St. Paul. So when they heard that he had been imprisoned in Rome, they offered him some financial support to cover his expenses, as they had done sometimes before. It is in those circumstances that Paul sat down to write this letter to the Philippians, our second reading. And just as an encouragement to scriptural study, if you read the letter to the Philippians knowing that, knowing what it is, who it's addressed to, why he's writing it, what circumstances he's writing it in, the letter is a lot more interesting. So don't be afraid to open your Bible and read the introductory material and so on. Uh, So St. Paul writes, sits down to write this letter to the Philippians. And this particular letter isn't really about business or about doctrine. It's more of a personal letter (laughs) in which St. Paul expressed his affection for and his gratitude to the Philippian Christians for their great generosity towards him. Because of their monetary and spiritual support, Paul wrote to them saying, I rejoice greatly in the Lord that now at last You revived your concern for me. Not that I say this because of need, for I have learned in whatever situation I find myself to be self sufficient. It is not that I am eager for the gift, rather, I am eager for the profit that accrues to your account. God will supply whatever you need. He's he's happy that they're able to give because God loves a generous giver and that the giver themselves is rewarded. So St. Paul, even while he's in Rome, he's able to spread the gospel to those who come to visit them, visit him. He can still receive visitors, and he, but he may do with whatever he had and whatever situation presented itself to him. You know, whether he's rich or poor, he found that he was always able to do, by the grace of God operating in his churches, the work that God had called him to do. And the same is true for us here and now. No matter what our parish's budget is or how many volunteers we get to do the work, or God's work will eventually be accomplished. We do what we can with the resources we have, yet with more zealous and more generous congregations, more of God's work can be accomplished. This begs the question then about how much of ourselves we give to the Lord's work. Being a Christian really does involve that twofold great commandment the commandment that we love the Lord our God with our whole heart, soul, and mind, and then love our neighbors as ourselves. And of course, these two are related. This shows us the twofold direction of the Christian life. We do the first by accepting the Lord's invitation to, receive, to be received into the heavenly banquet. Now, in some, in some way, we all have accepted that invitation because you're here right now. You're here at the holy sacrifice of the Mass, the wedding feast of the Lamb, in which Jesus joins his spouse, the church, us. And so this is a very joyous occasion. It should be a joyous occasion for us to be at Mass But this joy, this joy we have in loving the Lord and attending his banquet, it needs to be shared. That's that second great commandment. We must also love our neighbor. And we do this by inviting them to the feast. If we truly love our neighbor, we want what's best for them, eternity in heaven with our Lord. And because of the joy we find here with Jesus, we should all have a desire to share it with the world. We should want every person to be here with us in the Church, to come to know Jesus Christ, and to hasten God's work in the world. Now, the Philippians, they came to know Jesus Christ through the ministry of St. Paul. And then, themselves, they in turn supported the work of St. Paul and the Church, uh, so that the good news could spread. We also should seek to know Jesus Christ, through the operations of this parish, of this diocese, of the Catholic Church as a whole. And then, we should likewise support the work of the Church so that others can also come to know Jesus Christ in and through it. So I see in today's readings a, a strong encouragement for all of us in this Church to examine our priorities. Do we know the Lord? Do we make time for a relationship with Him beyond just being here at weekend mass, which is the most important thing, but but also in prayer every day? And secondly then, does our love of God drive us to spread the good news by supporting the work of our parish and diocese and others? Uh, it's an important question. The invitation to his heavenly banquet has been extended to everyone. We should notice then that the king in today's parable commanded his servants, those already in the household, to go out into the streets and to invite everyone so the hall could be filled with guests. He likewise commands us, his servants, here and now, who are already seated at the ultimate wedding feast where we feed on the rich food of the Lord's body and the choice wine of his blood, to go out into the streets, into our homes, into our businesses, and our schools, and invite everyone parish really has kind of a simple purpose you know we do all kinds of things we take kids to the zoo and the pumpkin patch and we have weekend mass and on and on and a ccd program but the ultimate goal is to love god with all we have and to love our neighbor so that they too can love god and be with him in heaven and the philippians have the same purpose they came to know god through saint paul's ministry. As a consequence, they loved their neighbors and wanted them, too, to know Jesus. They aided God's work in the world by supporting the work of St. Paul himself. You know, sure, our parishes can get along with a small handful of the same volunteers that do all the work, and we do have a very small list of parishioners here that do a lot of work. I'm so grateful for all they do. And God will accomplish some good through it. But how much more can we share the love of Christ with our community here in Stanley if we can do and give more, if we are both accepting the invitation to heaven and spreading it to others, making that our priority. So let us strive to know God, the God whom we encounter in the prayer and in the sacraments, and then let us give and do more to support God's work in our community so that everyone can come to know the joy of encountering God's presence. Amen.